back. I'm Kimball. And I'm Pinkley. And this is our No Scroll Summer, where we are challenging ourselves to a summer of no scrolling. We're getting rid of all of our main social medias that take up most of our time and hoping it makes us feel better. We're so glad you're here with us. Welcome back, Hinkley. How are you? I It's been a week. I'm so tired, but I'm doing well. We made the really good decision to do this after a full day of work and life. Yes, I'm still in my white polo shirt from work. You're rocking it, I must say. Oh, thank you. So how have you been? I've been really good. It's only been a week since I've seen you because I had my trip to visit y'all and to celebrate in the city a little bit for my anniversary. The highlights of that were definitely going to the Barbie movie together, which we'll have to talk about later. I I forgot that even happened. I did not put it in my notes. I cannot stop thinking about the Barbie movie, so we'll need to talk about that later. But I also enjoyed buying an e-bike, which I've ridden once so far because I'm scared to ride out next to cars, but I was brave. Um, We went and got Manny Petties for the first time, me and my husband, and he got polish on both his fingers and toes. I think it looks really good. He made me pick out the color since he's colorblind, (laughs) so he got a nice brown on the fingers and then a sparkle brown on the toes. I love that. That's amazing. And then we're talking like, maybe next time we should like do a massage instead, because he didn't really like the polish bit. And then he was like, we have time tonight. I'll just book us a massage. So we had massages for the first time. How was it? It felt really good. I like didn't know all what to expect. It was a small place. We got a couple's massage, so we were both in the room together and it was fine. A lot of it, like we were undressed, but like on the table with a blanket over us. And so they would like just move the blanket down to do our back or like sometimes rub the whole body just through the blanket. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of nice. But they like really worked my necks. I was sore for like a day or two afterwards because it was like so much, but it also felt really good. And the whole time I was just thinking, we as humans need this kind of touch. We need to feel pressure on our bodies and just loving touch is such a pleasurable experience like not even a sensual way it's so good so i've resolved to give danny full body lotion massages at least once a week just to work his little muscles and keep his skin soft and so he knows how much i love him taylor and i have been hugging a lot more and so it's the kind of hugs where like you really are like putting your full energy and like your wholeness into it. I like to think of it as Studio Ghibli hugs, okay? You oh, know, from House Moving Castle, in the, the run and jump. Yes, the Studio oh. Ghibli where they just have so much, ooh, and they're like hugging so intensely. And it, they just collide yes. and become one. Or hugging like how dancers hug on stage where it's like you bring them in and you like put more pressure and it's just so tender and beautiful. <laughs> Wow, that sounds really special. Yes. (laughs) So what, is that it? What else did you do? I didn't mean like, that's it. I'm like, (laughs) was that all? We also (laughs) went to a nature center and just spent some time looking at all the nature. There was like fish in the pond, rainbow trout, and I practiced identifying plants and flowers and bugs. I learned a couple new types of birds that are native to the area, so that was really cool. Only other thing, really, is that, as silly as it sounds, my belly button has officially healed from my surgery. That was like a month ago. Hooray! Sounds silly, but there was an incision in there, and the stitches, like, held it so it was kind of just, like, a little bit more flat. And now, I looked the other day, it's a perfect circle again. I don't know how that happened, but it did. It's not, like, stuck together anymore. Nice. Although the stitch, like the little thread, is still stuck in there. I don't know if I should like tug on it or just trim it and like it's going to stay in my body. I was pretty sure my doctor said that it was going to dissolve after like a week. Oh, yeah. Dissolvable stitches. 
McKay yeah. had some of those in her ear, and then when she went to get all the other stitches out, she's like, um, it's still in there, and I think they just pulled it out. I'm, like, scared that I'm gonna ruin it by just pulling it, but I'm also, like, can't stop thinking about it, so I'll probably just tug on it one day. But yeah. And I was like, oh, my belly button's back and really cute. So. It's like that. It's very fun. <laughs> that Rhett and Link song from, like, probably 2014. It's my belly button, my belly belly button. It's really something. You're taking me back. I used to watch Rhett and Link all the time. Mm-hmm. And I slowly, like, moved on, grew out of it. I think that might have been right on the edge, the cusp, before I left. So I don't super remember it. That's okay. Maybe it was just too long ago. I don't know. It was weird. They had trees growing out of their belly buttons, so. Wow. Not for reals, like, as a prop for the music video. Of course. Of course. Yeah. I think more men should wear crop tops. I think everyone should wear crop tops. Agreed. How's your week been? Very good. I, today was my last day of working seven days in a row. Oh my goodness. You survived. Yep. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, honestly. Um, But I'm like still tired. Obviously. Sure. It was so funny. Um, The store supervisor was there one day. And then... She's just doing her supervisor job, you know, checking things out, making sure we're doing our jobs. And then the store manager was there, too. And then my manager was there. And then they were, like, right next to my little work table talking. And then they were talking about the downtown store. And then my manager was (laughs) like, oh, well, you know, Healy wants to transfer down there because, you know, she's going to school, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh, yeah, that'd be great. They're they're needing another body down there anyways. So the, the store manager, who I didn't think she knew who, she, who I was. Like, she does not know my name. <laughs> She's like, we're really going to miss her, though. She's such a good worker. Like, it just, it feels like, so bad. Bullshit. No. You don't know no. me. No, I was like, shut up right now. Every time somebody says my name, you say who? And I'm standing right there. <gasps> <laughs> no. And then they're like, yeah, we'll be sad to miss you, but we're glad you're staying with the company. You're a really good employee. And I'm like, oh, thank you. And then my manager starts like raving about how great of an employee I am. She's like, yeah, she knows how to package. She's really fast. She closes and she knows how to fill the floor and she does all of this and she cleans. She's amazing. And I was like, yeah. You're just there trying to get your work done. I know, like, this is, like, while know. I'm working, so they're talking me to me. They're talking to me as I'm, like, working with my hands. I'm like, mm-hmm, yeah, I know. I am a really good worker. <laughs> <laughs> I do work really hard. You should pay me more. That would be great. They should. But, yeah, so it sounds like, well, it's so funny because they're like, oh, if you want to transfer down there, um, you should totally give... It was such another, oh my gosh, I feel like all of the women in the workplaces I've worked in, they all have, like, women working names, you know? Like, Paula, Angie, Edie, Mandy. I think the one they told me to call was, like, Terry or something. I don't know. Okay. They're just all such great names. I love it. (laughs) Or they're just women of a certain age, That's That's probably it. Um, but they're like, so you need to call her and email so-and-so. And I kind of got, like, a dazed look. I was like, uh. I thought you were handling that. I know. I was like, uh, I'm, I'm not really used to all this calling. And then my manager jumped in and she's like, she's kind of a quiet one. I can do this. And then the supervisor's like, oh, that's fine. I'll give her a call. Don't worry about it. We'll deal with it. Oh. And I was like, Okay. I'm s- Y'all are so I'm sweet. Like, I was just, I was so nervous because, you know, they're like women of power. And I'm like, okay. I don't think I actually said thank you. Um, I should have said thank you. And then I beat myself all day up about it. I was like, why didn't I say thank oh, you? No. Like, oh, what a weirdo. You know what you could do if you want to feel very put together professional? You could write a thank you card like a week before you leave. Mm. And that's like, oh, Thank you for, do- and like list out specifically, right. but also it's been so good to work here. Thank you for contributing to such a positive workplace experience. <laughs> that would be ooh, very good. Yeah. Even if you feel like you're milking it too much, they eat that shit up. Yeah, no, my manager's on vacation, a long way. so I haven't seen her all week. 
So I'm like, there better be some updates soon because it's fast approaching. How close are we? Well, we'll talk about that later. Okay. What else have you been up to this week? Because you don't work all day long. No, I don't. I was going to go on a bike ride because I was like, oh, yes, my bike is back from the bike shop. Let's go on a bike ride and have fun. Tee hee. Um, but I hop on the bike and the back tire is flat. Okay. And so what? I don't know if the listeners know, but I put my bike in the bike shop to get this thing called Tannis inserts. It's like a pseudo solid tire. So I'm not supposed to be getting flats. And it took them like 10 days to get this done. It was so long. It took forever. And so first ride on it, it's flat. So I had to be a big girl and I called them up on my phone and I was like, hey, we got an issue. And they're like, oh, okay, we'll bring it in and we'll we'll fix it for free. And I was like, okay, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Damn right you will. So I brought it Damn in. straight. It was actually the tube that was the issue and I was the one who put that tube in and I just found oh. it. I found it in an old drawer. So shocker, it was a bad <laughs> tube. <laughs> Deep in the shed somewhere. Like, this will definitely work. It was in our crafting drawer upstairs. I don't know. Not even out in the shed with the tools and bike stuff? Yeah, the the air stem was messed up or something. But they replaced it for free, and they were super nice about it. Um, That is very nice of them. But, oh my gosh. I don't know if it's just this week or if I'm terrible, but I have not been eating well at all. I know. Like... I think that was day one when I realized it. I was, like, running a little late to work. Actually, no, it started on Sunday when I was working an hour earlier than I thought, and I went to church, and then I didn't have any time to eat breakfast. And so I just went to work. Um, And so then at my 10-minute break, I bought a focaccia, and I, like, ate half of it in 10 minutes. And it was just, like, so good. And I think I... Did it just sit in your stomach so heavy for, like, hours? (laughs) Yeah, Um, but I did that another day as well because I also did not eat breakfast. Most of my breakfast has been like three Oreos, a cheese stick, and an applesauce on the way out the door. So what I'm hearing is you are ready for the college experience. I think so. I'm like, whoa, (laughs) thriving off of two quote-unquote meals a day. I'm doing great. Girl dinner, girl dinner. I know, like, I'm just living off of bread, cheese, and sugar. Let's go. So I'm like... How's it feel in your body? Are you still feeling strong or is it catching up? Because you're young enough, it might not catch up to you. eh, I think it hurts more emotionally. Like, I haven't been taking care of myself. That feeling of, like, mmm... And I also didn't go to the exercise classes this week, even though I wanted to. Um, but then I kept on forgetting, so, yeah. Mm. So it's not that great. So you're thriving, is what I'm hearing. <laughs> yeah, I'm really living the working girl's dream. Okay, but if this check, this next paycheck is not the biggest, juiciest thing ever, I'm gonna cry so hard. Mm-hmm. Speaking of crying, oh my gosh. <laughs> the other day, I was working... The closing shift, I was all by myself, as one is when they're closing, and I was on my period, and I had the worst cramps of my life, and then I had a splitting headache at the same time, and I was, like, the kind where you're, like, you're walking, and you're, like, holding your side, and you're doing deep breathing, and you're, like, (laughs) don't cry, don't cry, you're in public, you're working, and I was just, like, it hurt so bad, I thought I was going to throw up. Mm-hmm. And so I just did my job as fast as I could. I was like, I just need to do the bare minimum, you know, get the cardboard done, take the stales out, sweep the floor, gone. And so then I did it and I texted my manager. I was like, hey, I just clocked her off early because I feel really sick. Because in the past, she's been a little upset for people calling in because of their periods. And she's like, really, guys, your periods? Nah, nah, nah. But whatever. So I just said I felt really sick. But and she's sometimes like, sometimes they're really bad, okay? Yeah, no. My coworker today was telling me about the one time she called in because she had a, her period was so bad. She was like bleeding through her pants and like throwing up and all this stuff. And I was like, okay, yeah, duh. Yeah. 
But anywho, she's like, are you okay? I was like, I will be, but I got everything (laughs) done. And she's like, okay, cool. Now that's a professional right there. I will be okay. I was like, I got everything done. I just clocked off a little too early. Please approve it. And she's like, okay, as long as you're (laughs) fine. So that was also the first time I ever like texted my manager for something. Because I've never like called out or done anything. Wow, I really am a great employee. You are a great employee. They are going to miss you. Maybe they weren't just like lying or like trying to sound like, yeah, I know my employees and care about them. I have such the tea. Okay, so I was in the break room taking my break. And then some lady from another department will stay real vague just to feel good this other department she's like so i hear one of our girls is gonna transfer over to your department and i was like oh really i haven't heard anything about it all i know is that they're replacing me and she's all like yeah i feel so bad for you guys though because she's the worst one we have (laughs) she's like yeah she's she's crying all the time she has panic attacks she can't clean she doesn't have responsibilities and i was like just listing yeah no (laughs) listing off the problems and i was like wow um all i know is that i'll just teach her what her job is and then it's not my problem (laughs) wow yeah i was like that is so crazy that you would just like say that i know people are wild they'll just start talking and you're like wow that was brave Yeah, I'm like, okay, cool. Now I don't really feel safe with what I share with you because what if you're saying all of this shit behind my back? No, that's an important thing to pay attention to. Yeah, Mm -hmm. the people who will gossip with you will gossip about you. So be careful what you share. Yeah. But like, sometimes gossip is really fun and it like makes you friends because if you and someone don't like another person and you're just like... That's, like, really fun, honestly. It feels good in your soul in, like, a nasty way. Yes. <laughs> but you do have to be careful, though, with the information you willingly share right. about yourself. I'm, like, we're, like, me and my one coworker, we're always talking, uh, well, I, I wouldn't say, well, it is straight-up talking shit, but we're also just saying how these people actually aren't doing their jobs or meeting the expectations, so, I mean. Sure. I it's professional, know. yes. So, but, like, all the time, like, I'll be, like, I sincerely hope that if, like, I'm not meeting expectations or if I'm doing something that is bothering you, I hope you would tell me about it so I can fix it. Because I'm like, what if, like, she secretly hates me and is, like, talking shit about me behind my back? (laughs) But also, it's, like, one thing to say, like, please let me know. And another for them to, like, imagine if they actually approach you, like, Hinkley, like, you're not doing this right you're doing terrible like oh it just i know i would like your soul i would hate it so much Uh, like okay i know i asked for constructive criticism but i actually can't handle any type of criticism (laughs) so please stop but i think i'm in the clear because whenever we have the same shift together and she knows about it beforehand she's always like yes we're gonna kill it and like all the time she says that we're the dream team and we get things done and i'm a really fast packager so good I guess that feels good. I then. guess I'm competent, a hard worker. People love me. What can I say? I'm amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. And it was so much fun hanging out with Danny this last yeah. week. It was so magical. He's been asking to go back. He's like, when is Hinkley coming to visit again? And I told him it's not going to be for a long time. Like, maybe even like till it snows just to like try to right have any concept of time in his head and then he sees any clouds he's like it's gonna rain gonna snow (laughs) like no it's not stop like it's not gonna happen oh my god also he made a joke along those lines we've been potty training and he's been doing really good doing number one in the toilet and he'll sit down and he'll say make it rain and then start (laughs) peeing And then he looked at me with a little twinkle in his eye. Make it snow. Just like along with the make it rain. He didn't poop or anything, but it was very funny. I was like, wow, I think that might be his first like wordplay joke. That is so 
so funny. Isn't that great? <laughs> that is wow. That's amazing. Honestly, but yeah, he definitely misses you. So you should feel good about that's that. That's crazy because for a couple of days while he was visiting, he was like, "Go in Grandma's car. Go on long drive to Danny's house." And we're like, mm-hmm. "No, we're staying here." And then he got all sad. At least he misses you sometimes. So there. That does help. It does. Yeah. But yeah, he just likes doing whatever he wants to do. Yeah. And why would anyone stop him, you know? Yeah, I can't wait for him. I I mean, obviously, I don't live with him, so it doesn't really matter if I can wait or not. But it'll be (laughs) nice for you when he stops pooping in his panties, like. Yeah, so it happened today and yesterday that he pooped in his little training boxers. But yesterday, it was very solid. Apparently, I was at work both these times working professional right here slay so poor jonas had to deal with it anyways so yesterday he pooped and jonas didn't notice it at first because danny like didn't make any grunts he didn't even like squat down or anything jonas like tried putting him on the toilet because he did squat down at first he's like okay let's get him on the toilet but danny kept saying like all done like poop all gone jonas is like there's no poop in the toilet what are you talking about (laughs) he went back to where danny had been playing there's a little solid turd on the ground. It had slipped down his pant leg and just out onto the ground. What? I know. Jonas just picked it up, put it in the toilet. It was fine. But today, it wasn't a solid turd. It was like a little more wet. Luckily, not full diarrhea. But yeah. Like how it just down is- the leg. Oh, no. Nasty. And it got a little bit on the carpet. And then Danny leaned up against the wall and it got on the wall. So he had to be showered off. It was a whole to do. Again, I wasn't here for it. Lucky me. A single mom who works two jobs. (laughs) I know. Thank goodness for stay at home dads. Wow. To handle the brunt. Honestly, that was kind of so fun the couple times he pooped his pants here. Because mom and us, we were like, "Mm, we're not going to just use wipes to clean this up. No way. So we just, we literally get in the shower shower and we're like hosing him down like Nacho Libre style. (laughs) (laughs) So fun. Amazing. Except you got to like get in the fold. So sometimes you got to spread the cheeks to make sure it's all clean. Yeah, we thought we were doing that. And then we're like, all right, I'll clean. And then we laid him down to put on a new diaper or something. And then, you know, it's like, how are you still so poopy? I don't get There's it. There's so much poop still in the crack. Yeah. How? It's crazy. Yeah. Toddler life is crazy. You'll just be living your life and you have a little baby. You're like, this is so fun. This will be great. And then suddenly your day-to-day is about, did he poop today? When was the last time he peed? And that's all you can think about. And like, I used to feel really smart. And now this is all I can think about. And that's just life. And it's crazy. Hee hee. Poo poo pee pee. Ha ha ha. Parenting is fun. All I can think about is poo poo pee pee. And the Barbie movie. That means it's time for our media moments. I put percussion in this time. Wow. <laughs> the drums. <laughs> Okay, I finally, finally finished the series of unfortunate events. It took forever to get the last book in, and it was so... The the book was so good. So good. Worth it. Yeah. Um, really great. And then I watched the last episode in the show, and all of the... In the show, there's two episodes for every book, except for the last one. It's just one episode, and I was like... No wonder I never remembered that I finished this because this episode is the worst episode ever. It was just terrible. Really? Yeah, it felt like it was just thrown in there. It didn't feel cohesive with the rest of the story at all. It was so dumb. And it like takes place on an island and there's like water everywhere, but the CGI is so bad. And so it's like this super dramatic moment where the villain is maybe doing a good deed and he's carrying this pregnant woman in the water. But it's the CGI is so bad. It's like it looks like Veggie Tales water. Like I don't know how to no. explain it. It's so so bad. Yeah, no, I I hated it. I was like, I wish I didn't watch that. 
That's so disappointing. You're like, this has all been leading up to this. That's Literally. the note you're going to end it on. Yes. I'd rather you film it in a kiddie pool than that terrible CGI water. Really, really. And then today I was like, oh yes, the other book, The Beatrice Letters. I was like, I'm pretty sure we have that. So I went scourging and I found it and I've only read a couple pages of it. But it like is actually making sense now because I tried to read it as a kid when I didn't really like have reading comprehension. And I was like, this is boring. Same. Um, I don't know what's going on here. Yeah. yeah, but I'm only a couple letters in, and this is what I figured out. The letters from Lemony are to Beatrice the Older, you know, um, the mom, Beatrice. And yes. then the letters from Beatrice are from the younger Beatrice to Lemony. Like, oh. oh, I want to, like, know, I'm trying to find my family, you know, Violet, Klaus, and Sunny, and, like, the whole thing. And it's, like, so good. But, like, the old letters from Lemony are, like, back when they were, like, in school and doing, like, fencing class and theatrics class. Mm -hmm. And he's like, Beatrice, I'd love to meet you at this coffee shop. They have really good root beers. And it's, like, so cute. I remember that book distinctly because there was a portion where you had to push out the letters of the page and they were, like four by four inches or larger and you could rearrange them to figure out what the phrase was at the end so i won't spoil it for you except you probably know i don't know do you want me to tell you what it spelled out beatrice beatrice and then one more word i thought it spelled out snack i was like that doesn't make any sense mom and she's like honey it's beatrice sank as in the boat. Oh. Uh, as in like a huge thing, you know, like what happened to it? Beatrice sank. And that's like the final note. And that's all I remember from uh, the Beatrice letters. What? Okay, I need to Did read I just the whole that thing. For you? No, it just cuz like the whole question at the end of the whole series Honestly, we should probably preface this with spoilers, but this came out years ago and it's a children's series, so I don't so know who many cares. Years. Um, right. <laughs> it ends with them going off this island with a one-year-old baby Beatrice, and they're on the boat, Beatrice. And it's like, I wonder what adventures they'll go on next. So did they sink and die? All I know is Beatrice sank. <sighs> and so that realization, that has that stayed with me for years wow so there you go okay because i i'm sure that the letters weren't still like tucked in the folder of the book no so i'm probably sure those letters are like gone by now actually because oh far gone i'm glad you told me this so i mean like cut out physical like one letter alphabet letter oh oh yeah because in the book like every other page is like a cut out letter Yes. Okay. So that's what it was. Okay, cool. Um, Taylor and I have been reading the book Red, White, and Royal Blue together in preparation for the movie coming out. Is it coming out soon? I guess in August or something. Because <gasps> I've also read the book because of your recommendation. Such a fun, light read. Yes, about the the president's son of America and then... England's prince and they have a torrent love affair so cute so queer yes very gay it's also another example of the stiff well-mannered blonde boy and the looser let's have fun dark-haired boy but when it's gay they just end up together sure as they should in all the other places as well yes I finished my book, Our Hideous Progeny. Today, it's taken me weeks to get through it, which is not super long, but it's written in... Have you read Frankenstein before? Like in high school? No. That's okay. It's based off of Frankenstein. It's Victor Frankenstein's great niece, Mary. And she is like obsessed with ancient dinosaurs and stuff. And it's, like, happening at a time where they're finding all these fossils. And she and her husband are trying to prove a scientific theory. So they, she finds her great-uncle's notes 
on how to like bring the dead back to life. Like, well, how can we do this? We're going to bring a plesiosaurus back by stitching together like other di other like turtles and other sea life. Okay, so it's like this Frankenstein slash Jurassic Park. Yes, but also feminist and queer. And it's told from Mary's point of view. So she's very angry the whole time that she'll never be taken seriously as a woman of science because the word scientist doesn't even doesn't even exist at that time it's just called a man of science mm. so it's really interesting but she's so lots of stuff happening like who are the true monsters is it this creature they create or is it the men who are trying to control her Ooh. so it's more like old style English, almost as if you're reading like Pride and Prejudice. So it makes you feel like, wow, I'm working my brain here because it's not super, super easily readable. Right. But the audiobook made it really easy to listen to and it was very fun. I'd highly recommend it, especially for anybody who likes Frankenstein. It's very fun. The other big media moment for this week is that we watched Barbie. The Barbie movie. <laughs> I cannot stop thinking about this movie as I get dressed. I'm thinking about going out and saying, hi, Barbie, to everybody else. Everything just feels so much cuter, but also more connected. And I keep thinking about feminism and sisterhood and beauty standards and everything. Yes. What did you think of the movie, Hinks? I really liked it as well. Um, I definitely think that Barbie is a lesbian. That's just me, though, putting that out there. Because she wasn't into Ken. Well, yeah. And there's just some... I could go into depth, but I won't. I think Barbie is sexless. Well, literally is. Yes. Well, not at the end. She goes to the gynecologist. <laughs> that was literally the best <laughs> ending ever. <laughs> I know. I thought, oh, it's a job interview or something exciting. Which, I guess, the gynecologist visit is quite exciting. You're right. I just love how her whole team was there with her, like, hyping her up, like, you got this. You can go. You can do this. And she was wearing Birkenstocks. <gasps> I didn't even notice the Birkenstocks! Yes. Okay, also, I learned, you know that old woman who she calls beautiful? Yes. That's the actual Barbara. No. Are you serious? I am pretty dang Sure. That would be so cool, but I feel like that woman has to be long gone. Let me look it up. Let me. No. Barbara and Handler. Mm. Okay, it was a lie. Oh no! It was fake news. Fake news. You we caught. Spread it you here, caught folks. me spreading fake news. Oh, shame. That's okay. The other old woman who plays the creator, which the second she came into, we saw her, I was like, that's the creator. And I had a spiritual experience. Yes. I started crying. I was like, oh my gosh, the creator. <laughs> it was just so beautiful. So touching. I cried three times during the movie, laughed the whole rest of the time. I know. It's like if I wasn't laughing or actively smiling, I was crying. Yes. Like, my face was tired. I was, was so incredibly called out by <laughs> Depression Barbie. So that was really rude of them. But also, I feel very seen. Mm -hmm. So I guess that's, that's fine. I can't stop thinking about the line in that last last scene with um the creator. And she says that line, something about mothers stand still so the daughters can look back and see how far they've come. I keep I, I just keep thinking got off about the phone that. with mom and I told her about that line because she was saying how the conversations she has with us are very different than the conversations she has with her own mother. Right. You know? I felt that very much so for like so many past generations. I really see that with like grandma and her mother and so on and so forth. But I'm like, mm -hmm. mom is still moving forward, so slay. Exactly. And I tried to stress that to her. I was like, not that you're not on your own journey. But I think we can still see generation to generation big changes. Yeah. But also, we're still so connected at the same time. We're still having these conversations about 
What were we made for? What is a woman's purpose in the world? What is our quote unquote place? You know? I have to say, though, the Billie Eilish song in there and that like whole thing, it just was giving like youth theme, like Mormon message. It felt very churchy, like the whole devotional. What was I made for? Like I could see like a a group of youth singing that in a sacrament meeting. At girls camp? Oh my gosh. That's going to be... Too bad girls camp's already happened for the year. That would be... That would take over everything. It's perfect timing for next year. I was glad I was able to enjoy it without connecting it to Christianity the whole time, you know? Right. But still able to see, like, yeah, I'm sure this would be incredibly meaningful for them as well. But yeah, it felt very Mormon message. Which I think it's just like the slow, sad piano and just looking around at nature and at people playing in a park and like a kid blowing bubbles. Oh my gosh. Kind of related, but not. I went to church with Danny and mom and dad and it was so weird. Like... Really? Yeah, no. I Why? Because then I have thoughts like, well, what if I just went back to church? Sure. For why? Well, this is the first time you've been back in months. Years. years. But I'm like, I mean, do I actually believe in the theology? Who's to say? Do I actually believe in the social political views of its members? Ah. (laughs) But is it kind of fun? Ah. As, like, a community event? Yeah. Like, what if I could just... What if I just, like, went? Just to go. To be fun. Have something to do every week. Right? Right. See the same people. I have to read to you a quote. I get emails from the Salt Lake Tribune each week doing just a summary of all the Mormon land articles they've written. They talk about Ryan Gosling's LDS upbringing. Do you know he grew up LDS? I was getting vibes. I think I have a stronger gaydar for Mormon than gay. I don't think it's called gaydar if it's for anything other than gay. I know, but you can't... I I don't know what other word you would say. Okay, so he has said he was reared by fervent LDS parents in Canada. He says, quote, My mother admits it. She says, You were raised by a religious zealot. Gosling stated in 2007 in an interview, she's different now, but at the time it was a part of everything, what they ate, how they thought. My parents were more Mormon than I was, but it did help me understand. He told The Voice, a publication more recently, I see how happy it makes my mother and sister, and I think it's beautiful. Maybe I'm too selfish or I'm jealous of their humility that someone can say, yeah, it doesn't make sense, but I'm going to believe it anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Just as a tie-in, you know? Right. From what you were saying. Like, this could be fun. Yeah. Even if I don't necessarily believe it is gospel truth. They can't kick me out. I mean, like, officially they can, but like, I don't know. The thought crossed my mind, but I was like, eh, I actually don't really like anything about it, so maybe not. (laughs) Back to Barbie, though. Um, I also have been thinking about capitalism and feminism as using feminism for capitalism and for profit. Sure. And how Barbie as the brand and Mattel, they're not actually feminist. You know? Right. They're making millions right. off of this. They're using this as a tool to make money. And, you know, like, actually, like, many corporations, they're not that great. <laughs> like, you know. Sure. So I, that I've been thinking about that, too. It is tricky. But Margot Robbie produced it. It was, like, her idea to do it. And yeah. then Greta Gerwig was hired on to write it. And I know both of them are like, woo, let's go, ladies. Mm-hmm. Let's go, feminism. But to get that kind of money, to do that kind of stuff, yeah, you have to play by these rules and yeah, make the big bucks. I saw this super funny um, video today. It was, like, with Trixie Mattel in, like, a little interview, and it's like, are you upset that you weren't in the Barbie movie? 
<laughs> and she's like, yes, I am upset. You know, they could have even asked. They didn't even ask. And like all of these things. <laughs> and then the, they asked like, um, do you think you could have played a better Barbie than this woman? And then like, you know, slid a picture of Margot Robbie. And then Trixie went off and was like, you know, we've been in a lot of audition rooms together, you know, for a lot of the same stuff. <laughs> and then it was like, well, no, she's really great. I don't think I could have done this good, but whatever. That's so funny. <laughs> I did. I mean, it was nice to see some inclusion in the Barbie movie. That was really nice to see, like, you know, two bigger bodied people, mm-hmm. people of color a trans person i was like oh we get some woo i see you yep you're there yeah i did love how the whole cast of sex education was in it basically i know i was like oh there's that person oh there's that person was it just two i guess two there was three who else um the bully dude yeah and then the and then, the barbie girl mhm and then the queer black best friend (gasps) he was in there too he was he had a weird like goatee (gasps) that looked very western okay that's wild he's also the new doctor who (gasps) i've almost i just forget i almost thought about getting back into doctor who (laughs) i think that's it for barbie it was it was really good I love dressing up with everybody. Even got so dad dressed fun. up as Ken. It, it felt was very fun. It felt kind of like a community with everybody in the theater. I know. Everybody I loved united it. together by like one thing. That isn't re- that isn't religious and isn't political. It felt so good. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. whoa. United through something different. <laughs> yeah. And not hating some other group, you know? It yes. was for joy and excitement. Yes. That we were united. I want to go see Oppenheimer. Taylor and McKay went without me. <gasps> How disrespectful. I know. And I'm like, you guys went and saw boobs in theater without me? Really? They looked up the, the parents' guide because mom was like, well, maybe I could go see it if it's just, you know, this or that. And then they're like, sure. no, there's, there's a lot of just breasts. Just breasts. And so mom was like, oh, yes. No, no, no. Definitely not. I'm like you guys. You guys went without me. I'm a little upset. Not not just for boobs. I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm just generally interested in the movie. Sure. And it doesn't hurt that Florence Pugh is in it. You know. Yeah. That's what. That's fine. Whatever. Anyways, I think that means it's time for College Corner. I have to say one thing for sure. We figured out how many hours you're going to have to work each week to be able to pay for your second semester. And I am proud of us for getting that figured out. Oh, yes. Congratulations. You'll be able to do it without working full time. That's nice to know. That is very nice to know. Um, But yes, it's basically two-ish, three-ish weeks away. Are you serious? I'm so serious. Wait, when's the first day of class? Oh, I don't know about the first day of class. That's like the 20th or 21st or something like that. Is it a Monday? Probably. But move-in day is like the 17th, so that Wednesday or Thursday before. That's a Thursday. Wow. Yeah. And I was thinking about it and like how it's just going to be so much so soon, so everything new and different. And how, like, it's actually going to be happening. Like, it's not just a thought experiment. Sure. And then I had this thought that almost made me cry because it was, like, so real. It's it's such a dumb thought. Okay, no. Go on. Stop, Hinkley. Not dumb thoughts. Not dumb. Just thoughts. I was like, you're going to be like Jackie Faber. Like the book. Okay. Jackie Faber. And just, like... How she was on this pirate, not pirate ship, a privateer ship or whatever. And, you know, has all of these new things overnight, basically, you know, bestie dies and goes and starts a new life. And how she just has to get into the grind of the work and just do it. But, like, she also, mm-hmm. like, is, like, confident and makes friends and has fun. And I was like, you're... And learns new skills. Yeah, I'm like... And learns new ways to make money. You're just going to be Jackie Faber. 
which I don't know why that almost made me cry, but it did. So that's so sweet. You know, I think that's a benefit to these stories because they help us live our own lives. And you see, yeah, she had it really tough, but also she made it work and always turned it to her favor. Yes. No matter the craziest of circumstances. No matter how bad it is, you're learning new skills. No matter how tedious the skill, new skills are good. Never know it when you'll need it. It can be useful. Exactly. You never know when you'll be in Spain and need to learn how to paint. Yeah, thank goodness you took those master. those boring painting classes in finishing school, so now you can, like, go spy on the Spanish king. <laughs> right, as a French soldier. Crazy. Exactly. So useful. Yeah. And so now I'm, like, thinking about um, everything I'll need to pack up. And how that's like absolutely crazy that I'll be like packing up and actually, I don't know. It's it's so crazy that like it's actually going to happen. I will actually be on my own. I'll actually be living with this rando person. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm so glad that from what I can tell, my roommate is cool and I think we'll probably be friends. It's really comforting, actually. I'm like, oh, we'll have each other. Hooray. Exactly. And even if you don't become besties, just ha- having somebody nice yeah. around, it makes a huge difference. So, I'm having existential crises over here, but it's good. That can be the title. Big smile. Title it. <laughs> existential crises can be good. The end. Question mark, exclamation point. <laughs> I think that means it's time for Kimball's Crafting Corner. Alright, I've got big updates here. I have sold three crochet bralettes! Woohoo! Yay! I'm very proud of myself. I got two of them already sent off in the mail yesterday in beautiful gold boxes. One of them got there today. And so it was just like down in the southern part of the state. But I'm still like, wow, the mail is so fast. Amazing. And the, she sent me a picture of it, of her wearing it. And the color looks so good on her. And I'm just really happy for her. So I'm very excited. And I figured out I can make a top in about six hours. If it's just like the normal bikini style one, not the corset back. That takes a little longer. But I'm quite proud of myself. Hooray! I'm proud of yes. you too. That's awesome. I have officially made... $200 in profit, including a different project I did like a month ago, making like a sweater scarf Ooh. for a friend. But I'm like making a profit here. And I I practice taking photos of the yarn so I can show people what colors I offer them in. So I felt very professional marketer doing that. Hooray. Cause like, it always bugs me when it looks different in the picture than it does in real life. Mm-hmm. Like the lighting makes such a big difference. So I got it. So it actually matched. So that felt really good. But that's it for crafting. Hinkley, do you have any Tinder updates this week? Yes, I do. So I've been messaging this one person for like a week. Whoa, getting serious. I know. It's that Jen I showed you. I think we matched down in Logan or something, even though she lives here. But I don't know. She goes to school there. I don't know. Blah, blah, blah. Probably. Interesting. But yeah, no, she's she's cool. She's like into mountain biking. And we had a lot of good conversation about Barbie, about ABBA and Mamma Mia and biking and all sorts of stuff. I was even brave, and I asked for her number. Ooh. Yeah, because we were talking about Barbie and how i just seen it, and I was like, well, if I had your number, I could send you a picture if you want. <gasps> so, yeah. I also, Smooth. I did ask her out to go roller skating, um, but um, her neighbor's house burned down, so she was busy that day. I shouldn't laugh, but that's... I know, it was just, like, so random. I was like, why hasn't she responded? And she's like, oh, sorry. My neighbor's house burned out. Um, I just asked her out again today, but she's out of town, so... Oh, 
Come on. And she'll be, like, going back to Utah for school. That sucks. I know, and I'm, like, actually really interested, so I'm, like, sad. Um, Long distance is really tough, especially because, like, you just get so much busier during school. Yeah. And you won't have the car to just come down here on the weekends. You'll be working on the weekends. Yeah. So... So that's sad, but she said she'd listen to our podcast, so <gasps> hey. Oh my goodness. I'm actually interested. Thanks for tuning in. I'm actually interested in you, and I'm, like, really excited about us messaging and stuff, and I think it'd be fun to meet up in person, so. Sorry for laughing about your neighbor's house burning down. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, that probably won't go anywhere, but, like, I would really want it to, actually, so... Feelings are gross. I guess that's what happens when you swipe when you're out of town. No, but... That's how I ended up with Jonas, because I swiped while out of town. She's... And then we matched, and now we're married. Right now, she's in my area. Sure. Because that's where her family is and is living for the summer. So you've got a limited amount of time to actually meet and see if there's any vibes for real. I know. And there was totally, okay, there was definitely at least one moment where she could have, like, asked me out, but didn't. I'm a little sad about Mm. it. Because we were talking about bagels, because I work with bagels. And she's like, well, have you ever had these bagels? And I was like, no, I've never heard of that. And she's like, Hinkley. I love when people use my name in a text. It feels so cool. She said, Hinkley, you have to try it. And I was like, okay, then ask me out to go try it together or something. I don't know. But Sure. Yeah. Hmm. So, well, good luck. Maybe. I'm so excited for camping. I know. Yeah. After camping, though, I have like. Life happens. Yeah. It's like I have maybe like a couple days left in a week of working and then I'm gone. So, it's going to be fun. I feel like oh, I'm going to miss you. But honestly, we'll still be able to chat. You know, yeah. it's not like you're, we'll never be able to talk. You will be a lot busier, but we'll still find a spare hour once a week. Yeah, I can like, hopefully, call you when I'm walking places because I'll be you walking. Can. I was thinking about in the winter when it's going to be cold and I probably won't be riding my bike. I'll probably walk to work. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, am I going to be like tracking my walks on my watch, even though it's like part of my everyday routine? Yes, you should. I should. So, yeah, probably like a 15-minute walk if it's like a nine-minute bike ride. That's all of our time, folks. This is so fun. I I love this and how it's just amazing and good vibes only. Thanks for tuning in, everybody, and thanks for chatting, Hinks. Yep. I was going to say love you, not love you. <laughs> well, I do love you. Well, I, I do love you. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for chatting, Kimball. Bye. Bye.